Are you in need of personal training after a couple of years of lockdowns? Are you an athlete ready to take that next step in your high performance career? Or are you in the market for an injury prevention, prehab and rehab expert? Well, Piota Health and Performance has you covered. About you, for you, with you. Piota Health and Performance is your Melbourne-based personal training and high performance company. Servicing the Western, Eastern and Northern suburbs, Piota Health and Performance is NDIS registered, university degree qualified and ready to take you on your journey to a better you. Contact Dan and the team to commence your health and performance journey with Piota today. Go to their Instagram at underscore Piota, that's at underscore P-I-O-D-A, or email them at trainme at piota.com.au, or you can call Dan on 0402-978-275. That's 0402-978-275. Piota Health and Performance, about you, for you, with you. I can be here at seven. You be here at seven? Yeah. Why can't you do that tonight? Because I thought he's needed to do six o'clock. He doesn't think. You're at 6 p.m. with exc- yeah. exclamation what could, marks. What could, what could the you fuck's do? that what exclamation mark? I said question mark, bloke. So four question marks means priority. No. To me. Why couldn't you just not? why couldn't you just answer? Why couldn't you just come back yeah. and say, I've got a client till seven? Can we do seven? You know what happens? When I say that, then I get Pov's world. <laughs> Pov's world. So are, when, you with, right. are you surely you're with me on this one? Yes or no? No, yeah. he's with me on this one. Because he's, then what nah, happens that's wrong. Is, no, because then I go, oh, I Damn. can't make it. You go, oh, we're changing something for you again. True? Would he do that? No. Jules? He would. He would, but if the situation would still be better, would it not? It would still be better. Of course, for, not for you guys. Yeah, it doesn't nah. Matter. What do you mean, Blake? For you. Listen, but now we can't listen, have listen, dinner listen. together. Listen. I've done actually but something good for both of you. Now we can't have dinner together and Fair enough, enough, each other. It's Joe's birthday. Fuck it, he went to the snow. He didn't think about us. I've got to think about you on hey, my boys, birthday. Hey, boys, I would have loved to go on to the snow. <laughs> I've got to think about you on my birthday. Oh, you asked your old man and that to go, but you didn't ask us. Family. Oh. Aren't we family? Welcome, everyone, to episode 70 of the Almost Blues Brothers podcast. Brought to you by Piota Health and Performance and part of the Blue Abroad Podcast Network. First week of finals is done and dusted. It was an absolute belter and it made it hurt even more not sitting down to watch the Blues in any of those games. It's This is a Carlton show and we have a lot to discuss on the Blues today, including the breaking news and delistings of Liam Stocker and Will Hayes at time of recording. Um, but we're also going to be bringing you a recap of what was truly a remarkable first week of the 22 AFL final series. But before we dive into it all, in what has been a big week in footy, Jules, Dan, how are we, lads, after that delistings news? Which, for the listeners, this has just broken about 20 minutes ago before recording. I mean, um, I mean, how are we, boys? Good. <laughs> shocked. Yeah, but hey, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm shocked and sort of surprised at the same time. I really don't know what to think of it. Um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the club in terms of its entirety and hopefully hopefully they got something planned that we don't see at the moment. I think I'm just trying to make sense of it in any way I can. Um, like I said, we'll delve into it a bit deeper, but it wasn't expecting both the listings really. I thought we we're done with it. Hey boys, 
Yeah, I, yeah. I think we thought we're done with it up until after the trade period. Maybe a few more um, to open up some list spots in terms of in terms of the actual um, the draft. But obviously, no, we've ducked into it a little bit more even before that. Do you back the club in? Well, we'll talk about it. How's this? I just realised this is. I think this is the first podcast we've done in person, the three of us, for like over a year. Since you left, well over a year, bloke. We yeah, haven't done right. we haven't done one since Jules and you, Dan, have been back from overseas. Yeah, in person. In person. But am I right in saying that it feels like we just did one last week altogether? No, I just felt a bit of a weird feeling because I was I, about I'm about thirty centimeters from you. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time we do it together was at my my joint. Uh, just before you left. Yeah. Yep. How's that? Jeez. That's a long time. I reckon that there's been about 40 episodes since then. Probably. Yeah, there close to it. Yeah, easy. I want, I want more of this. Do we hug? <laughs> we, we are. Not, not that they know. We are butt naked at the moment. <laughs> not that you want to do. Didn't want to make it any more weird than it actually is. Nothing wrong with three, it. Three grown men hugging each other. Oh. Nothing wrong with it. Best. All right, let's move on. Uh, before we get into it, we'll thank the listeners as always. If you're an OG, welcome back. If you're new, welcome to the podcast. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Instagram at Almost Blues Brothers. You can follow us on Twitter at Almost Blues Bros. There's a link tree in both of the bios for all your Almost Blues Brothers needs, including a link uh, to Bias Coffee if you want to support the show. It's a new thing that we spoke about last week. Also, if you haven't already, you can hit that five stars and subscribe on whatever listening platform that you're currently listening on. That would be greatly appreciated and does help the podcast out immensely. All right. We've got a big show. We're going to get into it. It's like we said off the top, week one finals recap. We're going to answer your blues cues, which you put to us today on Instagram and on the Twitter machine. We're going to get into some serious off-season blues news with the delistings of Stocker and Hayes. You know, what are the five delistings so far maybe tell us um, and who could potentially be coming in. This is where we're at in the season for the blues. Yeah, I, I think it's exciting but not exciting at the same time. Obviously, in, in circumstances, we probably thought that, you know, we obviously were playing potentially or play at least last weekend. But obviously, you know, we look forward to the trade period to see what we can do to – hopefully extend our squad and benefit in the well, trade period. Listen, boys, my thinking is that the the club with the delistings that we've done already or we've, you know, we've cut stocker, I think the club must know who they're getting in. They must have targets and I'm saying acres, get ready. All right, well, before we get into it all, like I said, without any further ado. Just jumped the gun. I jumped it. You did, without you any further ado. Well, we're all shocked. Without any further ado. Let's get into it. Hey, uh, that's we been that's do. been a constant for seventy fucking episodes. Do that's not leaving. We just do what we want. Yeah, you do. You two do. We do. Yeah, we don't follow your structure. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'd actually just love to I, know. I still haven't received a run sheet. Have you? What do you mean? Every time I sent you one, you go, don't need it. We don't. <laughs> so what are you talking about? I'd love to know from the listeners if they'd actually listened to this podcast, if it was just you two. I think so. <laughs> Without a doubt. We'd have good intros. <laughs> That's about, it'd just be an hour of an intro. All oh, right. boy, would they love it. All right. All right. Boys, like we said, finals is upon us. The Blues aren't in it, but it is something to talk about. And especially after that first block of finals, because I tell you, 
I said to Jules before the show, when footy's bad, it's bad. Like it's it's hard to watch, but when footy's good, it's the best game oh, in the world. Man. This weekend was unbelievable. It is the best game, game in the world. Every game was nail biter. Yeah, yeah. I feel like as if it was a thriller. They all went down to what the last few minutes of the game, even seconds. Oh, but they were all of they were all a thriller, but in different in ways. Their own right. It was yeah. just it was one of those ones where you just didn't know what you were going to get from any game. We'll start at the top. From last Thursday night, Brisbane, Richmond, Brisbane get up by two points. I, I was losing my mind when that ball fell to Joe Danaher in the goal square. I had visions of us against Melbourne. Yeah. I really did. I yeah. had visions of yeah. us. And I'm going to, I want to reference when we do talk about the Melbourne game, I want to talk about one player, Malksham. When we just remind me of that. All right. But on I, this I reckon, game, I reckon I know what you're going to say. You know, you know <laughs> what I'm going to say. Yeah. But you've said it. Well, pretty much. No. But let's talk about this Brisbane game. <clears throat> I really feel the difference in this game was pressure getting injured. Yeah, yeah that and it usually massive. is for Richmond, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, he's the barometer for their team, isn't he? You say that, but even up until the point, like there were 17 lead changes in this game, five in the last mm. quarter alone. I know. Even up until the point that he was on the field, I reckon there still would have been about 10 lead changes or eight lead changes. It was yeah. just, it was back and forth all game. I have one other bit where I was a bit confused. Now, if you're Richmond... Why aren't you tagging Lockie Neal? There was one player. I feel like as if most teams go head to head, to be fair. But I think with him, I just think most midfielders go head to head. In general. Yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah. But obviously, I feel like as if they probably still should have had a run with playoffs for sure. Oh, without a shadow. Surely. Really? (laughs) Bloke had 39 touches and (laughs) was sidestepping people for a laugh. Understatement of the year. He done what he (laughs) had 21 contested disposals. Uh, he only turned it over six times in his 39 touches, had nine score involvements, one direct goal assist, <clears throat> 15 clearances, seven from, from the centre, six inside 50s. Like, the guy was genuinely doing whatever he wanted. If you're not Damien Hardwick and you're looking at that going, this guy is not the biggest threat in their side, doesn't make sense. If you take him out of the game, they they lose. Well, yeah. I think they lose. Because he that's one of the most dominant performances I've seen. Despite the win... Brisbane still don't impress me. They yeah. really don't. Yeah. They no, don't. They don't. I've always said they're a very good attacking team. No doubt in my mind they're the number one attacking team in the comp with how much threat they've got in the forward half. Defensively, never, ever shown me enough. How do you reckon they go down in Melbourne against Melbourne? Well, Melbourne showed what they, how they'd go last time they played about six they weeks ago. They them. lost by 80 points, I think it was. Yeah. I'm expecting similar next week, to be honest. Yeah, I'm expecting Melbourne to bounce back in a big way, and they've got the Lions just ready to feast on. I'll tell you yeah. something. It was a bit, it was bit, of, it was, it was actually very sweet that Richmond lost because they felt, I reckon, they felt exactly what we felt against Melbourne. Yeah, they really did, and against Collingwood. And on that Nunes touched score review halfway through the year. Yeah. Now, if you want karma in its purest form. It's that Tom Lynch score review that went against him. Sorry, I got no fucking sympathy for you at all. And the fact that, to be honest with you, boys, the fact of seeing two Melbourne teams get knocked out, I couldn't be happier. Yep. Yeah. For me, mate, obviously we'll go through the other, other... Well, all four winners were interstate. Well, not interstate, sorry. Non-Melbourne-based clubs. Geelong doesn't count, apparently. I'm serious. I'm sorry? Yeah. The <laughs> AFL put out an Instagram post saying... First time in finals, week one of finals, I think it was the AFL, seven AFL. First one, first time week one of finals for a long time that four 
non Melbourne, unheard of. Put that in inverted commas. Non Melbourne based clubs won. Is that true? Yeah. Well, technically, Geelong isn't in Melbourne. They're Victorian. Okay. They're Victorian. Are they Melbourne? They're not Melbourne based. Okay. So then, why why is their home ground at the G? Exactly right. Why they play home final at the G? We'll get into that in a minute. Doesn't make sense. No, no, we'll get into that in a minute because I controversial. I want to talk about that. I do. I do because if I was if I was Geelong. I'd be so up in arms at this point at the AFL with the amount of times I've been dicked in this first one week in this week one of finals. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's talk about Melbourne Sydney I don't first. Know, I don't know what's more shocking, the stock and news or that comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my comment. It's not my comment. Anyway, Melbourne Sydney, another cracker. It was close up until yeah, up until pretty much late in the game, halfway through the last quarter, and Sydney did they what they needed me. to do to, to put away. Hey. They're a very good side, but they went another level, I feel. Yeah, I think game. Sydney, I think like out of all the teams in the top eight that I want to win the flag, it's Sydney. Out of all the teams in the top eight left that I think will win the flag, it's Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Defensively, unbelievable. Pressure through the roof, structure, well-oiled, can do it on any ground. They've beaten Melbourne at the G twice now this season, twice. Mm. So they can do it on any ground that they want. They've got a home prelim. They've they've booked their spot for me. They've booked their spot in the final. It's just a matter of who it's going to be out of Geelong and Melbourne at this point that's going to play them. Yeah. Hey, tell me, boys, that um, Papley didn't G up. You know the thing is, I'm just thinking like like two, three years ago if we did jag him. When we were linked with him. Yeah, when we were linked with him and how like, you know, it could have been. But he's some sort of player. He's ridiculous. Some sort of player. How's this? They did that against Melbourne and Buddy didn't even kick a goal. I know. That's a joke. That is a joke. Uh, Look, to be fair, Melbourne, you know, second half of the year have been very similar to us. Um, they haven't really performed either. So, um, you know, it hasn't been uh, – to me, it's not really of a shock. I think I think for Melbourne, their biggest question mark's up forward. Really? They, they have they have issues there. Yeah. But even they have they have shots, but they just can't convert. I well. think, But I think they've lost the plot defensively versus what we saw last nah. year. May and Lever, they don't look the same pairing as what they were last year for oh, me. For me, I'll tell you the difference. Gorn. How they how they are utilizing Gorn is completely wrong. You make him play majority of the time in the ruck. Don't worry about this forward with Luke Jackson type 50-50 split. It's no. not working. Yeah. Make him play majority of the time in the ruck, like he has, like he made yeah. a name for himself. Yeah. And they'll be a di- very different side. Yeah, I think they've got to go back to that and play Jackson more forward 50. Sure. Um, and he can ruck inside the 450 with Gorn behind the ball. Um, from those right contests. I think that's what sort of got them there in the first place. It's probably fair enough, to be honest. Um, There was a play I wanted to talk about from Sydney. I can't remember. Oh, that play late. There was a late play in the fourth. Probably Fox with the smother in the in the Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That play is the defensive play of the year from the whole team. So in the lead up to that moment, and then Fox's smother to make sure it didn't even get off the boot of, I can't remember who the Melbourne player was, then the follow-up work on the boundary when they tried to clear their D50. That play there is what I'm talking about when I say that Sydney have the profile defensively to win the whole thing. Yeah. And I think they can win it convincingly. The other thing, I want to relate this back to us because it's a Carlton podcast. And this is what I wanted to talk about before about Jake Malsham. Now, I think to myself, in sport, you got to be lucky. And maybe it's just not your time. Because when I'm watching Malsham, 
from four scoring shots get one smothered. I think one went out on the full and two behinds. But against us, he nails four. Explain that. You can't. Yeah. What we saw against Sydney is the true Jake Malcolm. Not yeah. what we saw against Carlton where he's tailing up. But how many weeders. How many times have we seen a player like that do that to us oh, over man. the years? Now, how many times have we seen that from just a low light? Sorry. No, memory. A lower, a lesser light, sorry. Memory. Yeah. Tim Memory does yeah. it every year to us. He goes from an average player to an absolute superstar every time he laces the boots up against us. I just, just started happens. laughing. It happens with yeah, us. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh and think this guy kicked four against us. It happens with us. Ash Johnson did it to Collingwood. What did Ash Johnson do before he kicked that banana from the boundary <laughs> against us? Like, seriously. Mate, who yeah. knows? There was a few of those in the last quarter the against Curie. us, though. Come on, man. Yeah. But even Come like, on, to, but to be fair, boys, the best game... Hold on, hold on, before we move on, because I want to keep Carlton related before we move on to the next game. Talking about Sydney, again, because it is a Carlton podcast, Sydney, top to bottom, as a club, as an organisation, as a football team, is everything that I want Carlton to be. Everything. Yeah. What, what What's wrong with you, Dan? <laughs> I think he's just frothing way too No, much. it's true, though. Hold on. Is it not true? Do you, would you not want that culture and the way they go about their football to be what your football club is about? They've yeah. done it. They have done it consistently for 15, 20 years at this point. I get that. I think we're on track in a big way. I hope so. No, I do. Anyway, time will tell, boys. Time will tell. But like I said, like I said, man, I'm just fucking Elmo, isn't it? Yeah, hey, so anyway, big and the best game of the rounds, Geelong versus Collingwood. And boys, boys, was I happy at the last few minutes of the game? Oh, yeah. When um, it's funny because there was a few, there was that last goal. Um, was it Holmes that kicked the last one? Yeah. Rowan yeah. Holmes? Yeah. yeah. You could see it unraveling in the center because there was a few fumbles. Guthrie got the ball. Then once he got it out of the middle there, you knew it was game over and I loved it. Remind me after this pod to show you a video of me. So Lauren had a camera with me at the end of that oh, the game. Collingwood game. Just remind me to show you. We'll put, it up. we'll put it up on Instagram as well. You're going to have to. Yeah, I'll, put it, I'll put it up on Instagram. You might have to crop a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I was, I was elated. I was elated. I was pretty much a long supporter. I'm assuming in that video there's – a fair bit of the, the third letter coming out. And a lot of people got a fair bit. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Watching that game, especially in the first quarter when Collingwood are up, boys, I don't know what it was, but I've got an even greater hatred for that club that I never, you know what, I never thought I could find in myself. I don't know if you were the same, but I genuinely, maybe it was worse because Lauren was cheering as if she's the, watched every game. And I was just doing my head in, but I, oh, I can't describe to you the anger. I really can't. So I thought after the Brisbane game that there wouldn't be a better, a better final on the weekend. And then this game happened, and I, that's probably the best final I can remember, right? Just because of, and you spoke about a pre-show, Jules, there was mm. one passage of play that was just relentless pressure from both teams mm. early in the game. It was like, that's, that's finals footy. But I'm with you. I was sitting there watching this game like Geelong, had the monogram on the front of their jersey, 100%. <laughs> like they were they were out there in navy blue. And I was just screaming for Geelong to win that game. And I'll tell you now, they couldn't have won it any better. <laughs> it just when, couldn't have gone down any better. Yeah. When I'm seeing 
Collingwood supporters crying in the stands. I think that was my therapy. You yeah. know how we were actually looking for therapy from our loss? That was it. It gave me, it gave me a little bit of closure. And you know what? For any supporter, because I saw it on social media and whatnot, all the Collingwood supporters going, oh, how can you take um, – how, how can you – uh take enjoyment and 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 whatnot out of another team losing to a team that's not even your own. I'll tell you why. Because we fucking hate you. Exactly. You're up. <laughs> that's it. Don't take it personally. Do you, do you I hate is... your club. Top to bottom, I hate your club. And there's nothing more I wanted to see on the weekend than that. How, how about all the Collingwood supporters going off about Ginnivan's pushing the back? Oh, you see it everywhere. Oh, he's barely flopped. touched it. He flopped. But I'll tell you one thing. This is just me as a person. When the what's his name McCray? This is the Craig McCray. Craig McCray. When he comes out and the comment that he made, where he goes, "I saw half a dozen of my boys on the floor, and they look like losers, and we're not." Lo- I fucking love that comment. Yeah. It's a good I, comment. I actually, yeah. I actually loved it. Yeah, it is good. It is yeah. good. I agree. I actually love. I, I would. I'd love Voss to have a little bit of that. I'm not. To, I, to, to, I, to I think maybe Voss, he does. I think Voss has got. Enough of that. But to yeah. come out and make a comment like that, to be no, a good comment. I good, it's, it. a, it's a good comment, okay, and it's good enough to whatever to say it to the media. But for me, it's more so what happens behind closed doors. Nah, but as a player, because he the way he said it, he wasn't putting his playing group down. Because he goes at the end, my players aren't losers. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Like yeah. the way he worded it was so. I, I would have been. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I, I agree with that. But. Like I said, it's rivalry in sport. For anyone that wants to have a crack at us for getting excited about the fact that Collingwood lost and lost in the way that they did, have a crack. If this was if this was the Premier League on the final day and it was Tottenham that lost in the 96th minute as an Arsenal supporter and were in England and Tottenham lost in the 96th minute that denied them winning the title, Arsenal supporters would be celebrating, even if it meant that Arsenal were, were relegated on that day. Yeah, that's the, that's just called rivalry in sport. I'm sorry. Don't get. Don't take it personally. Don't get offended. Without that, there is no sport. So get over it. You shit. You lost. I was a sixth. I was a fifth. They've won as many finals as what we have in 22 so far, and I hope it's straight sets for them because then they've won fuck all more than. What I was we a 15 year old kid in Manchester wearing the wrong jersey, and I got told take it off or there's going to be danger. Yep. True. Genuinely, it's true. Sorry. Get over it. I don't now, like your club. None of us do, and you don't like ours. You would be you would be celebrating in the same way, like you did last week when we missed, albeit because you kicked us out. If it happened the other way, I don't care. Yeah, boys. I don't know what's more diabolical than being forty-one points up, okay, in a little nation final and losing the game. Pretty bad. Shows where the dogs are at. Yeah. 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 Tell me, we wouldn't have given more than that oh. in eight spot. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll obviously more, more than lucky to get in. Um, I think that's probably most people's Oh, it proved views. it. The result proved it because yeah. even Freo didn't look impressive. Yeah. You can't tell me Freo looked impressive. Up until halfway through the second quarter, they, they hadn't even shown up yet. The Dogs yeah. playing against Witches Hats. I think halfway through the second quarter, Freo had only laid 21 tackles to that mm. point to the Dogs 43. That's a, that is, yeah. that's putrid well, for go. a final. Putrid. And then they turned up the heat. I don't know where they got it from. I don't know where Freo found it. Well, I think they they found it probably through Sarong and Brayshaw. Yeah, Sarong was good. They had thirty plus each and and kicked goal each as well. I think they the way they murder and get in and around the contest and the way they move the ball. I think they cleaned up the disposals over after halftime as well, which helped. One player won in that game it was it was Sonny Walters up forward. Bloke was electric. Every time I went near him, he just looked dangerous. I haven't seen him look that dangerous for a long time, to be honest. 
First quarter was shocking. They all were, though. Mm. They all were. I think the opposite. I think Luke Ryan. I think their I think their back line was sensational. True. They didn't stand up. I think Luke Ryan. Um, Pierce, Even Hayden Young. Hayden Young. Hayden Young late had a couple of ripping marks. Yeah. Ripping intercept marks. Yeah. Agree. Um, I don't know. There's probably not much more to talk about. With Let's that move on to this soccer oh, news, boys. Blake, Blake Akers is good. Oh, actually. Oh, he was actually very because good. Because we, we are going to talk about Akers soon. We're not moving on to stocking news just yet because we're doing blues cues after this. But on Acres, 24 disposals. No, it's true. Oh, and you don't. (laughs) Acres was good. 24 disposals, 544 metres gained, six inside 50. 79%. Yeah, good efficiency. And, you know, on the wing, this is what you want from a winger, to halve the contest when it's loose. Yeah. And he did it, what I saw about four or five times, watching very closely. If he's on his way to us, I'll I'll be very impressed. It's obviously known... It's obviously known that he like that there's potential there for him to come across. I think that's why we were watching him a lot closer. I know I was. I was watching yeah, him a lot sure. closer. Yeah, you know? every time we went near it, I was watching him. Yeah. All right. Like I just said, before we move into the delistings and whatnot and what that looks like, because this segment is going to take us there anyway, Dan. Blues cues. <laughs> Why give me? Why is he saying it to me like that? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, like I said. It's weird that you guys are here. I'm trying to work out. You know, you know in, um, maybe we're reading the tone nah, wrong. You know, you know in Talladega Nights when Will Ferrell's. Have you seen Talladega Nights? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing the interview. Guys, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> I don't know how to act with this yet. <laughs> All right, Blues Cues. So it's from the Instagram and the Twitter as well. We'll start with the Instagram today. This is from uh, at. Elias Yaka, he asks, do you think delisting Parks, McDonald, and Nunes was the right call? I think this is prior, obviously, to the delistings of yeah. Stocker and Hayes. But let's focus on those three. So Parks, McDonald, and Nunes, right call? Yes or no? Yes. For me, straight away, yeah. Without, yeah, not even thinking, for sure. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. I think Nunes oh, out of those two obviously played the most footy for us. Yeah, I think he played like 15 games, something like that. This year, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and he's getting old. I Not really. He's 29. Really? I think yeah, he was he's 30. Only 29. No, he's well, he'll be 30 29. next year. But still, like, he's still probably got two, three years of footy left in him. Yeah. I mean, I think... To, to be fair, it's probably the... In terms of the age demographic, it's probably not one of the players that we actually want to try to get rid of, to be fair. Well, well we don't have... We spoke about it last Because I think we only have Kerno over the age of 30. He didn't even play a game this year. Yeah, but... So especially... do, do we have anyone over 30 play a game? Probably not. This no. year? Not a chance. I think for me it makes more sense because of how, how heavily linked we are to Acres. Yeah, correct. And, and obviously going down the, the path that we're going to have in further conversations probably shortly, assuming if someone got their Blues cues in not too long ago, um, uh, it makes even more question. sense. Hmm. Yeah, it makes even but, more sense. Um, even McDonald, at the end of the day, you bring in – well, we brought in Sam Durden, for example. Hmm. Do, you, well, do you need McDonald now? No. That much depth? No. no. No, especially I think, seeing I think, the job that, like, remember at the start of the season, it was out of, it was like, oh, how's Lewis Young going to go? Is McDonald going to step up before he got injured? But you can see now it's just, well, there's no spot for him, really. Yeah, no, for me, no spot. Um, And going, I know there's talk around, obviously, McSay. Is that how you pronounce his name? McStay, yeah. McStay. McStay? McStay. Oh, McCasey. McCasey, that's the one. Yeah, I thought sorry. I said McStay. Dan McStay. No, I'm, I'm talking about the Adelaide one. Yeah, McCasey. Fisher McCasey. Yeah. McCasey. McCasey. What'd you call it? McSay. 
Mac- <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's either Macasey or Macasey. I can't remember. Right, Macasey, Macasey, whatever. <laughs> as long as you can play footy, man. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, obviously coming in around that, um, you know, obviously down the track, no, I don't see him have a spot for sure. Yeah, I'm, I can't see it, to be honest. All right, next one is from... Uh, well, it's more of a comment at because we've covered it at TM Macca. He says, "How much enjoy, how much enjoyment did we get out of watching Melbourne and Collingwood lose a lot?" Oh, mate, memory weekend. At Jordan Young asks, "All right, good one word answer from each of us." At Jordan Young asks, "Who's winning the flag this year?" I'll say Sydney. Sydney, Sydney. There you go. Put your money on Sydney. Paul predicts it back. <laughs> <laughs> at Lockie McKinnon asks. Outgoing players during the trade period, who do we think? So, of the players that are left, I'm assuming, yeah. are we going to trade me out? For me, it's only Dow. Yeah, Paddy Dow. That I can see potentially being What's going to happen with Fogg as well? Or Lockie Fogarty, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see many clubs going after Fogg. Um, I can see Dow going. But other than that, boys, I don't really see much movements. I feel like it's going to be more free agency and maybe like late, Trades, late picks. Yeah. Late picks. Well, yeah. I didn't think there was any movements. Prior to the stalker and Hayes, yeah, delisting I and mean, then bang, yeah. Here's a what if scenario at Toby Tobias Spry asks if we had Kennedy and Hewitt in the side, would we have beaten Frio on the weekend? If yeah. I'm assuming if we played, if we were in the dog spot, instead. yeah, yeah, 100%. Yes, I don't like, I don't like the what ifs. All right, so don't, yeah. it's a bit tough. Don't comment. Well, what's yeah, I mean, what if what are you, you going to achieve? What if we didn't have an injury list like we did, but we won a flag? On that, I I uh, I don't know if you boys saw the what if video that I put on socials the other week. And do I oh, yeah, I saw it. There were a few people that didn't were, like it. weren't too happy. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> weren't happy with it. Not with you. So no, I can't do this hope. What if hope? Just get it done. Yeah, yeah. it's where I'm at. Uh. At Ashley Brosnan 92 says, oh, this is an interesting one. I love Voss, but if we don't make finals next year, is he gone? No. 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 How's this? If we don't make finals for the next four years, he's still not gone. He's a five-year coach and you stick with it. Yeah. Stick with it. Yeah, I mean, looking at – has to. I think, our list, I think our list is good enough. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think looking back at it, you go through – the likes of, you know, traditional likes, obviously, Clarko, um, or maybe not so much Clarko, but, you know, Hardwick, um, who else had a, had, a, had quite a long run at it before they, you know, not even want to sing Buckley as well. They're probably get, most likely going to get rid of him, and then they eventually pay in the granny. I, I yes, yes, they lost it, but they got there in the end. Um, even Goodwin as well. He had a fair run at it as well until they got they won last year as well. So, um, yeah, I think you sort of need to stay the course, don't you? You do, but I do feel as though, based on these delistings as well, I do feel as though the club know that there's a lot more expectation and pressure on them to perform to deliver. They have to. But do you not think that? I mean, it's it's in terms of the pressure. I think Stocker being delisted might be a surprise to the boys as well. That mate, you need to well, Voss pull, did say pull the finger out of your ass, or else on, there could be something on that. He did say there were going to be some unpopular decisions made. So that's fair enough. That's the first one that we've seen. But for me, like I said, I, and we said this, I think all three of us said this last year when we sacked Teague, 
was that whoever it was going to be that came in, you put up with it for five years minimum because we can't have another coach outgoing within two years. You just yeah. can't. There's no stability in your football club. You stick with him for five years at a minute. We've got a five-year plan. Yeah, for sure. We The club released it. Yeah. Actually, we'll talk about that after this Blues Cues. We released a five-year plan. You stick to that plan with Voss at the helm. You have to. Yeah. For me, you have to as well. It's, yeah. There's no other way to look at it for me. I don't care if we miss finals in the next four years. I will. I will. But from the standpoint of not caring about who the coach is, has to be him. I was going to say, take that comment back because I definitely will no, care no, no. if we I, don't make I, finals. No, no, hey, I'll, I'll be sorry. furious. I'll be you furious. You, I mean, but I I'm not think, looking at the coach. I don't no, think my, point is, my point is, if we miss finals, I'm not looking at the coach up until the fifth year. I'll be looking at everyone. If yeah. we don't make finals, not just the coach, I'll be looking at the club, the playing group, exactly everyone, right. But not, not the not the coach in isolation again. Not how we have in the past. Can't be. No. Can't be. All right, but don't make that comment if, because I'm sorry. Listen, if we don't play finals in the next five years, disband the club. That's where I'm at. <laughs> I don't. That's not going to happen. We're going to play finals. We will. We will. One hundred percent. We have to. We will. My point is, it doesn't matter if it's not next year. On a coaching perspective, it can't just be him because if he goes next year then Cook and Sayers go as well. And that's not where we're at. It's just not where we're at as a football club. Yeah, I think we need to be more settled. 100%. And that's where I thought our playing list would be more settled this year, but obviously not. Well, well, well it yes wasn't settled. No. It I, wasn't settled through injury. This I kind of disagree with that comment, though, anyway. New coaching staff, new coaching department completely. They're going to have – it's a different lens altogether. What the previous recruiters and coaches saw in someone like Liam Stocker – this coaching department obviously don't see. You know what I spoke about last I'm not just talking about soccer. I'm talking there's been five gone Yeah, already. Potentially, for me, there's going to be more new listings after the trade period, at least two. So that's seven plus trade. Plus, so essentially, we're looking at almost 10 players gone. That's 25% of the list. Do you know why? I don't see. I don't that's see, a lot. I don't see that many more coming. That's a lot. I don't see that many more coming. Just through tra- only through lot. trade, I'll see. I don't see any more dead listings. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if there are more dead listings from here. Who are you going to cut? Fog? No. You can't. You don't see Fog being no. listed? No, I don't. I don't. You still need VFL depth as well. You need you need a team for the VFL. What are yeah. you going to do? That's where they come through trade period in the draft. No, you don't recruit for VFL. I'm not saying that. That's what I can't. Fun. That's what I still can't understand about Stockers delisting. Yeah, for me, if you bring for, in with depth, his age, with his age yeah. as well, it just doesn't make and sense. He's a top thirty player. Anyway, we're going to get into Stocker in a minute. I, I got two more blues cues. Wait, get into that. Wait. All right, go. I will say, I spoke about Minimum one thing, Jules. I spoke about one thing last week. The gap. The gap. You did actually. It. Yep. And I reckon that's that's my only justification as to what's happening. Correct. With the delistings, is we're making the gap between our bottom. You look at it. Maybe, obviously, stock up an exception. But if you're looking at the players that we've delisted thus far, they're out, they're in our bottom six. And you need to make that gap closer. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, for me, 100%. Not to be... I, we'll, cut, we'll revisit that bottom six comment when we get to the delisting. You don't agree? Not. I don't think stock is in our bottom six. I mean, I don't. Even, I didn't well, even think well, you was in our bottom six. To be fair, on our list in its entirety, no, probably not. I don't think so. Either. No, probably not. But, um, but what I'm saying is that, t- tell me now, if you're judging it based off the year, what has he proven? What has he shown? All right, because because for me, Marchbank showed more in less games. All right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. For sure. Yes. But then you look at with in, a, with a greater injury with a with with but stock, a greater history of injury. Correct. But Stocker hasn't had the greatest of injuries um, in terms of 
playing full seasons and even having pre-seasons as well. And off the back of that, you got a player in Fog who's probably played majority of the year in the VFL and barely had a sniff. Listen, just wait. But are we also... Wait, wait, wait. No, don't smile. No, because this was a a question about Michael Voss. (laughs) We're not here yet. We're not there yet. I want to no, there's a lot more to discuss in terms of stocker. I've got two more questions I want to get we're to. We're off the cuff. No, we're not. This is good conversation, and you're shutting it down. We're gonna revisit. I feel I feel sorry for all the listeners out there, but Joe's sort of controlling the dictation. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for the fact and you said this during the week, Dan. Don't smile, don't smile. Where there's a certain person that usually jumps the gun, <laughs> and you've done it tonight instead, Dan. No, he's Nana. That the conversation is naturally Jules is it not naturally flown into where we're going to go now? All right, you know, without a shadow of doubt. You know what? The, that's fine. Go, continue. Well, I've forgotten now. <laughs> yeah, it's stalled. It's not going to flow now. Oh, Can't do that. We'll be fine. All right. Like I said, two more questions, and Ooh, we've still got to talk about this five-year plan. All right, but Ooh, I want to talk about sir. as well that you know Jules mentioned it earlier that you said stock as a midfielder. Maybe Voss is looking at it and going, well. Really, he's not going to play in our midfield. Is he? Well, no, is probably he? not. No, probably not. Probably not. And off halfback, maybe this he's is not why, good enough. Bring, this is why I wanted to bring it back to Voss because of that, that point there, right? For me, if that is the line of thinking, then that is the coach that we want at this football club. But for me, it's cutthroat. Yeah, but it's cutthroat. For me, it's cutthroat industry. And, and, and but are they not shopping him around though? Well, no, he's out. Contract, no, but Jules. So I mean, that would, you'd still have to force a trade if, if you were to, if you were going to shop Liam Stocker around, but he could easily just walk to the preseason draft. How many for him anyway? So it doesn't matter. But he's only been there for four years. Uncontracted player doesn't matter. He's restricted free agent. No, he's not. How's it work? It takes six or seven years for that to kick in, free agency to kick in. Otherwise, it's a Jack Martin type scenario potentially where you can walk to the preseason draft. How many times, boys, do we say play players in their position? All right, always. You look at Setterfield. Played on inside mid, dominated. Maybe Stocker, they're looking at him being able to play in his natural role, and he can't he can't break in. So what's I mean, it, what's going on our list then? The the thing is with me, if you want to look at it, if we're going to speak about more about stock, are we? Yes or no? Yes, we are. And now, but before even, we do, even can, the, can I just even can I just say time. something? Just because oh, this is on Voss, right? This was original Voss. And before we get there with stock, hold that thought, Jules. Right? I don't want to derail this too much, but there is one thing we have got to talk about before we move on. This five-year plan that the club released during the week. Have your boys seen it or not? Yes. Right. Touched on it, yeah. Squeezed over it. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, first one, premierships. Thank you. So get give me a premiership. Like. This is the first time in a five-year plan that I've seen key performance areas. United by Navy Blue. Number one, win premierships. Not win one, two, three by 2027. Win flags. Mm-hmm. Every year, mm-hmm. win flags. That's the number one objective. So from next year, boys, we're looking at the flag. It's not Luke says at the start of this year going finals or bust. It's you're playing for a flag. I mean, I think that's what if you're in the if you're in, if you're playing in the competition, that's what you're looking at. But why, does have, that, why does that need to be written down? No, no, hold on. But has this club done that for the better part of the last seven years? No, no, no. Not. so of course it needs to be written down for this club. Yeah, okay, right. And I'm just glad it's number one and not what it was in the constitution about four months ago, if you forget, was about fifth on the pecking order. I get that. Right. I get that. But we knew that eight, ten months ago. Mm. 
when they came out with the whole with the yeah, whole that's thing. Right. Yeah, when they correct. when they correct, correct. I, I, what I want to know is, for example, he's come out and said finals footy at a minimum. Yes, did he not this year? What correct? What is the consequence? Is there a consequence for that not being achieved? What's so you got a five year plan with KPIs. What are your what are your measures? What what happens if you don't reach that? Or are you looking at going? Oh, at the end of five years, then we'll make our call as to what what we do. Well, what are you going to do? Is, sack, is sack the coach? Is five I'm years. saying sack the coach. So what's 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 the are, the are these? I'm just saying, are these the listings a result yeah. of us not potentially? Correct. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, going, all right. So your target for this year as a KPI, as Joe likes to say, hold on, as Joe likes to say. Sorry, they're called KPAs in our five-year plan, key performance areas. So KPAs. Are they indicators? Yeah, whatever you want to call it. That's what Dan calls it in his PT business. Quarterly reviews. <laughs> okay. So quarterly reviews, man. That's what I do. Hey, he was doing uh, weekly. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing weekly up until about two weeks ago. I think even quarterlies. Imagine Dan running oh. the imagine Dan running the Carlton Football Club week, weekly reviews <laughs> on performance. I'd be more honest. <laughs> It'd be nailed. <laughs> Okay, continue. Um, listen, I think maybe these the listings are a result of that. Yeah, we're not obviously seeing massive changes because we didn't meet because we didn't play finals. But maybe these ones here are what what they're seeing is the difference between us making top eight and not. Well, I'm hoping that's what that's the way they're looking at it. <laughs> what else? Do, what else can we do? Yeah. Well, our purpose: a united, inclusive, values-led club that achieves on and off-field success and ignites a sense of passion, pride, and do belonging you, for our members, supporters, and stakeholders. Do you know what the thing is? With, with with yeah, yes, show yeah. me, show me. Don't, yeah. I don't need Correct. to see it written yeah. down anymore. Do you, do you know what the thing is? Do you know what I hope? Okay, who do you think should write this? What do you mean? Who do you think should write that up? What does it matter? Of course it matters. Well, who what are you alluding to? I'm hoping the football players have some sort of some sort of input into writing this. I don't, I don't think they'd have input into writing it, but I'd be concerned if they're wasting their time writing something exactly like this right. on the training field exactly worrying right. about winning premierships. Exactly I'm sorry. Right. I think they have to have something that they sort of can relate to. That's Why what I'm trying to say. to listen to things like this. <laughs> it's better having this than being told Wins and losses don't I get matter. That. So at least, at well, least we're past this now. But no, we're not because we never got to this. This is the point. I mean, we never probably, got to this. This point. probably should have been. This probably should have been written up prior to the season. This prior to the season. This should have been written ten years ago. Yeah, of course. But, but obviously, we're... with the new president and whatnot, Correct. it should have been written up prior to this preseason. Why am I? Why are we talking Sorry, about this now? Twelve months on. Yeah, I understand. Fair enough. That that's a fair point. This should have been done last year, and that's fair. That that is fair. That's, what, that's what's written matter, up when you start an organisation. The fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, is it's done now for the first time in a long time and it's done properly. And as back circling all the way back to that Blues Q's question about Voss, that is why he stays for five years. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, he stays. Anyone else around him can go, but he, Brian Cook and Luke Sayers have to stay to see it out. Plain and simple. Agree or not? Yeah, I do. I agree for sure. All right, last Blues Cues question, and you two can go. No, as in you can go on Stocker, uh, right? I was hoping that was I wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> this is from at Emma Louise, P-R-H-O-1. Oh, MP. She's a big supporter of the show, actually. Anyway, now the VFL has come to an end. How long until we hear about players potentially traded? 
or any further list changes, re-signings, what do we think? And the hashtag that she left was hands off stock. <laughs> she sent this eight hours ago. Really? So with that, let's get into it proper. Liam Stocker, for me, and we'll talk about Will Hayes in a minute as well, right? Because he, he fits in the same bubble for me. Liam Stocker is not any less than a top 35 player at this club. Yes or no? Yes. Was, He's sorry, was. Top 30. Easy. So what's this decision tell you? I mean, they probably could be setting a, an example based off attitude. It could be based off his tank or it could be based off a number of reasons that we probably aren't unaware of, really. Mm. I mean, it could be because they have some movements that they're going to be doing in the trade period to allow for salary cap. Maybe it's got the H contracts, maybe in terms of money there. Uh, maybe obviously we've alluded to Blake Acres as well. Um, have some money going there as well. Who knows? But all I'm trying to say is I'm hoping that the club has a plan in place and that the plan's already in movement, in motion, boys. Okay, in terms of, I think they've probably got a player that they've already nailed pretty much. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Because if not, with five delistings already prior to the draft, because usually you, you have your three or four, maybe because the, the VFL side was playing in the in the elimination, sorry, the final on the weekend, maybe they didn't announce the Hayes and the soccer one. That's true. Because of that as well. That's another that thing true. we have to take into Jay. consideration. Um, maybe they were aware of it prior. Maybe they weren't. Who knows? Uh, but I think, like you said, 100% Stocker is a top 30 player for me. What? I don't think he's a part of that bottom six. No way. No one here. No way. And maybe it's an attitude thing. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on what it is and what it isn't. All I'm going to all I'm going to say is what I've seen from the kid. What I've because you can't speculate any further than that on what's happened behind the scenes. We don't know. We mm. don't know. We're not inside the four walls. But what I've seen from Liam Stocker as a player at this football club is someone that sets a tone on game day. And I can't name another player that will run full pelt into a contest just to hit someone and make a statement on this list. Yeah. Now, some people will argue that that shouldn't matter. Some people will argue that they don't value that in, in a player at a, at a football club. I think you need that in, in For me, yeah, there's a word for it that we can't say on this podcast, but you need that type of player. Mm. You need that type of player. If most teams, most good teams, have a player that just does that. Just does that. And does it Sticks consistently Sticks up for too. his teammates. It's not about flying the flag or anything anything like that. It's just about putting your body on the line, yeah. setting a tone, hitting someone when they need to be hit. It's footy. It's a contact sport. You need someone to go through someone sometimes. Plain and simple. Yeah, I can sort of understand how other people would say, you know, all players should just do that and maybe, yeah. Show that kind of attitude, but I think Stocker had it and had it in abundance compared to other players. Yeah, some players have it more than others. Of He's definitely got it. Oh. Uh, yeah. For me, it was like I think I said we said at the, the start of the pod, Faison, we said we're shocked, and we are. Yeah, I, like I've said it already here, but I was just trying to make sense of it in whichever way I could because it's done. I th so I'm trying to look at it because the decision's done, yeah? Mm. So I'm trying to look at it and go, all right, What's the thinking of the club? The first thing that came to my head was they've got someone ready. They do. They're confident that they have someone lined up and ready to go. That's that's my that's my biggest justification as to Liam Stocker being delisted. Because yeah. his age 
does not make sense. 22 years old. At 22 years old, with like you meant, like we've already seen, you can see with our list, some of the players there that I would definitely have put before Liam Stocker. Yeah, I reckon I could name almost 10 players. I think I still think he's in our top 30, but I reckon I could name 10 players minimum because the other players may not be in our top 30, but because of potential and like, you know, Quay and things like that, they're sort of hovering, but I wouldn't probably delist him because of that. No, Does that course. make sense? So, of course. But at least 10 players, I reckon I could name that I would delist before. The other thing is, is that there's, the, there's a handful of players that I would have thought would have been gone first before you saw Liam Stocker's name on the list. Uh, that genuinely shocked me. Shocked me. Yeah. At this point, at this point in time, I'll, I'll back the club in and I'll wait to see what their movements are come trade period. There's because, two. Yeah. There's no, there's, seriously, because because yeah, right. what we'll be doing is the end of trade period. Yeah. As supporters, we'll be seeing who's come out, who's gone in, and if it's better. Yeah, that's right. We'll, maybe after trade period, we'll be looking going, you know what? Fair enough. It makes sense. Maybe this time next year, we'll be, we won't even be thinking about Liam Stocker. But for me, would it surprise me if a team picked him up as a delisted free agent and he turned into somewhat of a more than a handy player? No, it wouldn't surprise me. At no, all. but that will that surprise most me likely all. will happen because he's a good player. Mm. Like we said, he... we don't know all the factors and, and we've prefaced this well, conversation he's... by saying that. We don't know all the factors. He... But... He's, Based on purely what I've seen and what we've seen, shock. And yeah, for sure. But Complete I think, shock. like I said, I think the club are looking at it in a way to go, all right. I see it as the club looking and going, next year, can we push with this list? And they've gone with him, 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 him. No. Well, seriously. Uh, look, and, and this is what I want to talk about now. So there were five day listings. There was another one tonight. Will Hazel is our boy. Yeah. Which was sad. It's actually shattering. It is, yeah. it is shattering for Will. Uh, and we'll reach out to Will in due time and whatnot. And you know, he had his he had his game against Geelong. I thought he was unlucky, to be fair, just before we go into the rest of the delistings and what that means. But he had 23 disposals in that Geelong game, got unlucky with a tackle that went wrong, cop two weeks and never saw never saw a game again. Criticized in a big way as well. Yeah, which after that. I mm. I don't understand still. I think if that tackle hadn't have gone wrong and he wasn't suspended, he may not have come out of side for at least another couple of weeks. From what I saw on debut. For me. Yeah, for me, he would have played the week after without a show of a doubt. Yeah, the more I think about it, Jules, I think you now hit the nail on the head with them waiting for that VFL game to be done. 100%. You have yeah, to. Yeah, but yeah, you have yeah, to. I know. Yeah. They're, not, to, gonna, they're yeah. not going to announce it no. if they're playing. Because all the other three players, obviously, um, Omac, Nunes, and... Weren't playing. But I think um, if they had yeah, announced they it, they wouldn't, have, yeah, they wouldn't have been able to play. No. Stocker and Hayes. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Well, I don't think they could have played. Um... Anyway, again, we'll stock, it is what it is. We've got even, even Hayes being delisted makes me think Acres is. Well, this, and yeah. let's get into this, right? Because this is what we've delisted out of the five, right? Two wingers, a halfback, and two key defenders. And the names that we've been linked to are Blake Acres, winger, Lockie Scholl, winger, Fisher McCasey, key defensive yeah. post. Yeah, makes so, sense. You would hope, and, and I'm H, not assuming this and is what Jules sal- and the salary. And H, for, well, we'll talk about H. that too. But this is what Jules said prior. I assume the recruiting department knows what they're doing. Yeah. I'm not assuming anything. I'm just hoping that they know that, that they've got not that they know what they're doing because they, they do, but I'm hoping that they've got it all lock loaded and in place. Yeah, and you think they would. I think obviously with likes of maybe not the I don't know, with acres it's a bit difficult 
because, and I think most clubs these days in terms of the way they do it, even if they, even if they are playing finals, obviously the recruitment department are still having discussions and ongoing yeah, discussions yeah, with players way. and other clubs as well. Obviously with the Shoal one with Adelaide um, and the McCasey one with Adelaide, they've been done. They've been done for two weeks. So have we. Um, they've been done for longer. So that in terms of conversations there, most of the conversations would have been done. Um, they're probably just looking forward now to the trade period in terms of actually probably trying to get something done. With the Acres one, maybe a little bit tricky. There's still probably a little bit of you know, water to go under the bridge there because um, obviously they're still playing finals and whatnot. But in saying that, yeah, I don't think I don't see a club, I think a well-operating team or any organisation, if they get rid of people, especially particularly sporting ones, they always have someone coming through the door. Because it's hard. It's hard to say, oh, have we pulled the trigger too early? Because we don't know what the outcome is post trade period, and that's you know the I mean? thing. Post trade period, we can we can then we can then criticize and look to go. All right, that's why we made this move. That's why. at this point in time, maybe we just sit back and wait. But we are we're just speculating. Well, what else can we do? Yeah, we're speculating, but obviously we're trying to give us a, give us give the listeners uh, an opinion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. On our thoughts, but what that's what I'm happened. saying because a lot of people are a lot of people are up in arms. Of course, and, mate. And, you should say I've, I've yeah, just it's, it's blowing up. I've yeah. just scrolled through Instagram and it's all Liam Stocker, and yeah. not just from Carlton supporters like Fox Footy and whatnot. They're all covering it. But I'm saying, don't they're get coming. angry about it yet. Just wait. Hey, wait look, to see the outcome of trade period. But also, there's a chance he could be re-rookie, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. usually they announce that. I think that's what we said. Before, usually yes. Of... Usually yes, but it could be. It could be like we did it with. You don't know. You don't know. You know, it's just it's it's obviously come as a shock to a lot of people, even outside of Carlton, that this has happened because he's for me he's shown enough. Mm. I know I've spoken a lot about Liam Stocker, but it deserves the airtime tonight because I, I don't know. It showed enough in terms of yeah, okay, he's been in the system for what four years now. There's always been talk that he hasn't been able to get his body right and his endurance for a midfielder and whatnot. But I still think outside of that, he's shown more than enough. To not be delisted at this point, not ahead of some of the other players that I would have thought were on the list. Still, I'm not going to name any names, but he's not like you said, Jules. Not a bottom six player. He's not. He's just not. There's no world that he's a bottom six player on our list. Mm. In no world. Well, we'll see. We'll see, and that's it. That's all we can do. We'll sit here and we'll just say we'll see. <laughs> that's true <laughs> it fills up an hour it'll all well, almost an hour we had about 20 minutes of intro that will never ever be seen <laughs> never be released there should be something to the light of day but it was a good show hopefully we covered enough to satisfy your Carlton needs and your footy needs for the week um, we will have a guest next week does, does H stay okay so before we finish there we go there's another one bang and it's actually a good point there's a there's talk that he's been offered a very big deal from Essendon. Didn't they do the same with Charlie? Apparently. Mm. Look, I don't see him leaving, but if he wants to chase the dollars, off you go. I mean, I don't see him leaving off the basis of the way he conducts himself as a comfortable player. Yeah, he wants to in be the, here. In the media. He wants yeah. to be Yeah, here. yeah. I think it's fine. I think that, that if Liam Stocker was a shock, if that were to happen, we'll be doing a we'll be doing a midweek pod. All hell would break loose if that happened. Imagine Harry signing for Essendon of all clubs oh, as well. About it. <laughs> no, he'd be the he'd be the most hated person on the planet. What, what, <laughs> but he what, what would. will we get for him? 
you'd think a couple of first rounders for a common medalist, no? Hypothetically. Even that, I don't like that. Well, hold on, we know what you're going to get from H. No, no, 100%. Yeah, I understand. Oh, that's, that. For me, that's not. Oh, what? I look, at, S- oh, I, I look at Essendon's list. And I don't, I don't want I don't, I don't really see any players no, <laughs> tickle my fancy. So but, I'm saying you have to get at least a couple of first rounders if that's going to be the case. Hopefully it doesn't get there because I'm with you. I wouldn't take two first rounders. I wouldn't rounders take the gamble. No, no chance. Way. No way. Look, I don't see him leaving personally. Well, we've freed up some space. <laughs> with their listings? <laughs> yeah. The cap space is there surely now. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> if it's not, we'll be asking questions. Seriously, it has to be. We've delisted five players. <laughs> And hopefully with no more to come. And I say, Jules, you said it before. And it, the more I think about it, the more Jules said ten. The more <laughs> not the listings. No, but players move. Players, but players movement. Yeah, close so, to ten. Yeah. I would say at least eight. The more Watch I think space. about it. Yeah. Anyway, it was a good show. Thanks, boys, for coming around. Pleasure. It's good to be back in person again. That was nice. It's good. Hopefully, the listeners enjoyed. You found them were going out for a feed after. I oh, know that's on Pov. Hopefully, go back to work. Well, maybe. Oh, oh hear that. World's smallest violin for you. Well, you've made it seem like I don't want to spend time with you, but I'm telling the <laughs> listeners as to why I, have, why I can't have dinner. <laughs> Me and Jules, yeah. All right, boys. And we've got a guest next week. So until next week, as it says on the on the uh, Carlton Draft cans. Carlton Baggers. Carlton Baggers. Carlton Baggers. Baggers.